Good afternoon. This is uh, Mark's Musings, and we are here at WCTV.org in Wilmington, Massachusetts. This is a podcast that we produce once a month. It lasts about 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, on this podcast, we interview local authors, and we talk to them about their writing routine and what they uh, have recently written. And today we have with us a wonderful guest by the name of Erica Marchand, who I met at a writer's group um, at the Wilmington uh, Public Library. Welcome, Erica. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very good. It's been uh, kind of hot weather the last couple of days, and and uh, so yep. it's nice to have uh, be inside with a little AC. Yes, definitely. <laughs> AC. <laughs> Well, great. I'm glad that you could make it tonight, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, your latest endeavor here and also some of your background. Tell us a little bit about uh, how you got started in writing. I I always answer this question with, I I think I was born a writer, and I know a lot (laughs) of writers say that, but uh, I've I've always just been a writer. I've always written stories since I was a young girl. I started, you know, writing more when I was in high school, and I, you know, wrote for the magazine or the newspaper in high school and I would submit to contests and sometimes I would win sometimes I wouldn't sure, things like sure, that sure. so so your the writing bug was always in in you and you always like to do that yep did your parents uh, uh, support you in that endeavor or did you yes um, my mom was always very supportive and very proud and I, you know a lot of the stuff I write can be kind of dark so that was she would say to me well, why is it so dark? <laughs> you know, and then later in life, I read On Writing by Stephen King. And oh, he said yes. people used to say that to him all the time. All the time. So it's like, huh, <laughs> yeah, don't even think about it. <laughs> that, well, that's the genre that you're in. Right. You like that type. All right. So you got started like that. Now, did you, uh, was anything that you wrote earlier published uh, in magazines or, uh, I know you said you wrote for the newspaper, I guess. But in high school, I did, yes. School. Um, so years ago when I was younger, I published poetry and that was before the digital age so I had some um like literary magazines and anthologies that I had poetry in back oh that's nice many years ago and then I didn't for a long time when I started working full-time and I I sort of lost a little bit yeah it gets this bogs you down and you can't you don't find time for uh, things you love you Mm -hmm. know too okay so then I guess uh you started um did you before you joined the writers group? Did you actually write something and try to publish it, or did you uh, join the writers group first? So I was I was writing before. I, I'm actually a professional writer. So what I do is I yes. write yeah. um, I, I I write online content and I write for clients. And uh, I was writing for a local Boston. Uh, newspaper like an online lifestyle magazine oh, yes, yes. Uh, and this was for probably five or six years ago and okay. then um, so I wasn't publishing I was writing my own stuff but yes. I hadn't published anything except for a little bit of poetry before I joined the writers group was it technical writing or is it just that you were it's not technical it? writing it's article blog writing things like that um, yeah content writing online yeah. writing for websites okay uh, a lot of marketing, writing, things like I, that. I noticed that you also help uh, develop websites for people, too, I yes. guess. Yeah. Yep. So that's part of your... WordPress website development, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, design. 
I shouldn't say I'm not a developer. I don't write all the code, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but you get the ideas. Yes. <laughs> so then you joined the writers group, and I guess uh, I guess that's the next leap. And yes. You started to write some uh, stories for us and poems, etc., and submit them for critiques. And uh, so, what it was? How did that work out? So I was excited when I found out Wilmington had a writers group because I felt I didn't belong anywhere. You know, when you're a writer, you're on an island, (laughs) sort of just alone writing all the time. And so uh, it was exciting, and uh, it really jump-started everything for me. As soon as I started submitting critiques to the group and getting feedback, everything changed. Oh, that was nice, yeah, because then you got direction there. You know, you you knew what you were doing right and Mm -hmm. what you were doing wrong, or or at least— you had some idea about that and how it uh, people received it, like, mm-hmm. you know. So, and everybody's so different and unique that you you get so much feedback from different areas that you know it doesn't overlap. So that's really helpful. Yes, because we in the writers group we have uh, different people uh, people writing different types of uh, stories. You know, some of them are uh, more dark or light mm-hmm. or comedy or right. whatever. You know, so they're kind of all over the place, but it's it's nice to have that variety there. Yep. So um, I noticed that you had uh, online on about how to write. Uh, you had a book, a first book that you uh, sort of published, no? Is that a- I have a book that I'm publishing now. It's out September 13th. That's how to uh, publish oh, a yeah. multi a multiple author anthology. Yes, yes. And that one is on pre-release right now, pre-sale right now, okay. uh, for three ninety nine for the ebook, and that'll be out September thirteenth. Um, and I'll have a lot of great resources, and it's a nice how-to guide. I noticed that there were there there were some articles and and things like that online about how to do this, but there was not anything comprehensive. So now I'm putting together that comprehensive. Now I noticed idea. I read a little bit about that, and how is that different than a normal how-to book about publishing or writing? Or? So a lot of the how to publish books or how to self-publish books are really about publishing for yourself. How do you put your own book out there and how do you, you know, uh, deal with your own copyright and how do you use the self-publishing systems? When you're publishing a multi-author anthology, there's more to it. You have contracts that you have to deal with and you're accepting submissions from people so you're reading their work and the copyright that follows with that. So there's a lot more to it and a lot of questions. uh, Since I've now been in a few anthologies, there's a lot of questions that came up along the way that I'd like to answer in the book. Oh, that sounds super. And I have have a, a few publishers and writers who I'm interviewing for the book as well, and I'll have a lot of resources in there to help people, you know, so they know where to reach out when they have these questions. That's, or, that's wonderful. That's very right. good, very good. So now let's get to the main event. Uh, <laughs> the, the book that we're uh, talking about tonight is called On Loss, and uh, you first got this idea uh, how? How did this so, come about? This was an idea of Aaron Pasker, actually. He's a colleague and a writer friend of mine, and he posted in one of our writing groups that he wanted to create an anthology, and if anybody would be interested. And so I said, 
sure, I've done an anthology. Why not? You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 try it. And uh, a couple of other people joined us, um, and we created a small. We called ourselves the anthology team, <laughs> and we had a lot of meetings and we had a lot of discussions about what we wanted it to be and what it was about. And it was Aaron who had said that he wanted it to be about loss and like psychological and pain and things like that. So, you know, where could we go from there? Now, were they local people? or They did, aren't, no. Nope. So, so that you met sort of online. Yep, yeah. yep we met online. They're, we're from, you know, all across the, the America. Con- the country, mm-hmm. yeah. Very good. So, uh, so then you, I guess, got more serious and decided to write an anthology about loss, and you started to, they all, people started to submit their stories. So. And so did you have a lot of stories? Yeah, so it was... Uh, I, I took on the role of sort of marketing the book, especially through social media, and there was a huge interest. I posted in a lot of Facebook groups and a lot of open call groups, and we also put it out on um, Duotrope, which is a submission site, and we got about eight, a little over 800 submissions. Oh, my God. Yes, in, yes. For the book. So it was, <laughs> it was a lot, and we were very surprised. We weren't sure that we would even get that many. Now, and how did you weed through all the 800 submissions? It was uh, a lot of reading. Uh, yes. It was a it was a lot of reading. Um, some of the uh, some of the other members on the team took on you know the bulk of reading all of the stories, and then you know they were it was divided into poetry, short stories, and flash fiction. So we divided it that way, and I read probably 350 pieces of poetry. Wow! Wow! Um, yes. And then, you know, and then the stories, it was a lot of a lot of reading. Did you have some kind of a guide to determine whether this made it or didn't make it? Or, we uh, used a rating system. So there were five of us initially in the beginning reading the stories and rating them. And we did it on a one to five scale. So each person rated one to five how they felt about the story. Okay. Um, and anything that came across the board as like a one or a two was automatically next from the lineup sure sure and then anything that was at a certain would rate things all ones and twos like we knew we were on the same page and sometimes some of us liked stories where others didn't like them as much so we would have to determine you know how to go from there and then it was sort of on an average what what was the average for all the ratings okay yeah and then anything above a 3.5 made it into the anthology made it into the anthology now i noticed that uh, in your the book that you have you listed uh, 30 or 40 names of authors however in the you only have four or five listed in the beginning of the book like uh, so the um the beginning of the book lists the five of us on the anthology team oh, as we created the book and oh, we okay. edited oh, okay. the book. All right, so, so that's the team. Yes. And then the others are the contributors. Right. Okay. So okay. the authors are all listed at the back of the book, yes, oh, okay. and under each of their stories. Great. Now, I noticed also that in your listing of the stories, the ti- you list just the titles of the stories but not the author's name. On the... Um, the on po- the table of contents, contents, you mean? Yes. It was a little bit harder to fit, especially where some of the stories were longer. It was a little bit harder to fit the authors' names into that. Okay. So we just put the stories there. And there are a lot of anthologies that do just the story in the table of contents, and then you find the author's name after. Yes, yeah. 
because uh, I was trying to look for certain author names right. and couldn't necessarily find that. In the table of contents. Table of contents, mm-hmm. yeah. So excellent. So so that was uh, quite a feat to be able to uh, read through the 800 submissions and then rate them and finally come down to. So now, now you have a bulk of... Um, how many stories altogether in the book now or, um, or, or submissions? I believe it was almost 60 stories, and there were 38 authors total. Okay. So a couple of authors have uh, more than one piece in there. Oh, okay. So we had determined that we wouldn't accept more than three pieces per author. author. And okay. we had an idea of how big we wanted the book to be okay. and how many words we wanted it to be. And it's, a, it's 260 pages. So right now, each author has about two or three pieces or three pieces. And Most authors only have one. A oh, few of us have a couple. A couple. Pieces. Mm-hmm. Pieces. Okay, great. And uh, all right, so now you, d- d- was there a decision on which stories would go first or last or did you just sort of mix it up or uh, how did you determine? Aaron had the idea of trying to coordinate it by size so that we have short stories, flash fiction and poetry and we didn't want all of the large long stories that were 5,000 words or 8,000 words all lumped together. So it's it makes it a little bit easier to so go through and read. Base them out. Right. Yeah. So. so that sounds uh, one strategy. That right. Sounds a good, like a good strategy. So it's not broken up by sections. Okay. Now, uh, when you say loss, uh, on loss, are there categories of loss? We 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 weren't specific about what we asked for. We said any genre you can have on loss, anything having to do with loss. There's actually a story in here about um, a lost sock. Oh. So we you know we said if it's you know if you can send in comedy or horror or <laughs> fantasy, anything. So when you think of on loss, you think of grief and you think of dying. But not every story is really about just about dying or just about grief. grief they, yes. they, Some of the stories are just so amazing in the way that they go about the idea of loss and suffering or pain and also how hopeful they make you in the end. Yes. You know. Yes. I noticed that there was that theme in, in it too. Not only is there grief because you've lost something, but at the later on there is hope for recovery uh, right. afterwards. And uh learning something from right. the, the loss that you had, too. Right. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the stories that you have uh, submitted to the bar, any story that you uh, have submitted, uh, or a poem, or do you, would you like to read any of them? <laughs> or. Uh, <laughs> um. So when I submitted, I submitted to the anthology the same way everybody else did. I, I submitted a couple of pieces, and then I did not rate my own submissions. The other editors on the team did that, and they decided whether they wanted to accept. And they did reject. I had one or two other pieces that they rejected. Yes. Um, and so I do have one piece of poetry, one flash fiction, and one short story in there. Okay. Um, so the poetry is um, a it's a it's a little bit long, but it's a shorter piece than the flash fi- flash fiction and short story. Okay. So, yeah. um, and then I do I do submit outside of my own self publishing, and um, 
I was accepted with Down in the Dirt magazine for a prose piece this year. Nice. Um, nice. And um, I was rejected a lot too, so (laughs) (laughs) that happens. We always take it in stride. We always go back to Stephen King telling us about all the rejections right. that he got. That's okay. Yeah. Wanted, wanting to quit. And yep. <laughs> Never give up. Never give up. That's right. Yeah. So um, how about telling us, pick one story and tell us just a little bit about it. Um, so the short story is titled Confused, and that takes you on a journey with the main character who is essentially confused she wakes up she doesn't know where she is or we're not really sure if she wakes up but she becomes aware of herself and she doesn't know what's happening around her and I take the reader on the journey with her the idea is for you to also be confused by what's going on and she comes to terms with with what's happened to her and where she is towards the end of the story and at near the end I jump point of views to a new character that comes in who happens to be her husband and you hear you see it a little bit from his eyes okay um, so I don't know if I want to give away all of the details yeah. Yeah. no 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 <laughs> so that's good so that's right. one of the stories there. right yes uh, I I read one of the, your stories about the young boy who uh, was uh, very rejected by his father for quite a long time. Then he joined a wrestling team and was sort of felt a little bit more redeemed by his father at that time. But then he had some kind of a disorder that he started to mm-hmm. um, lose weight. And uh, it, that, that was kind of uh, interesting uh, did you remember that story a little bit? Or? Uh, yes, that's uh, Checkmate by Chad Bowman, yeah. and uh, I did some developmental editing on that story with him, and it, um, it's a really, it's it's a sad story, but it's a heartfelt story, too. Yes, um, yes. And yeah. he has uh, the, he's he's in his 20s now, the, the main character of the story, and he has an eating disorder. Yes, okay. And he's continually losing weight throughout the story, and so it discusses that, uh, tension in the relationship between his himself and his father right. and his mother and, and his mother, yeah. how he senses their their life because of it and it's set in the 80s so okay. it's not set in modern day modern time uh, modern day. Yeah. which makes it interesting as well yeah wow. wow so that's a that's a good one that yeah i i enjoyed uh reading reading that one um Trying to think what else now. Uh, how did you uh, d- did you self publish the book, or did you have uh, did you go to a regular publisher, or did you so how did you decide who to publish? So we did self publish the book, um, yeah. and we have have it published by us as the anthology team. Our names are in there as the publishers, um, and we did that through KDP on Amazon, Kindle Direct Publishing on Amazon. Oh, great, great. And yeah. uh, that was a pretty good experience. Um, we uh, we made the cover ourselves. I did the cover design with um, an off, uh, a photographer um, that we got a photo from, and I manipulated the cover design and and did all that and so I can that's t- a learning experience it in itself <laughs> yes because I, I heard your conversation uh, about that with some of the writers group about how to uh, get the resolution of the picture right. just right so that 
you, know, you wouldn't lose anything. Right. But, uh, and then and then Amazon rejected the print cover because the spine, the title on the spine was too big. So oh. we had to go back and fix that, and that took some time. To, to do that, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, yes, so yeah. if you have a self-publishing with KDP and Amazon has to approve the book yeah. before they'll, let, they'll release it. So that takes time. I remember one of the first stories that I published through uh, Amazon uh, – I just quickly decided to say, yes, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. And before I knew it, I said, yeah, now send me the, uh, the proof copy. Well, I got the proof copy back. It was a six by nine uh, right. book, but the print was only two inches by two inches <laughs> in the corner of a page. And I said, what, what did I do there? <laughs> you know? What happened? And it was 300 pages of blank, but <laughs> only one little corner was. Right. I, I said, "Wow, I, <laughs> I, I didn't look uh, look at that too too closely." Yeah. So right. you do. Uh, it is. Uh, I'm glad you get a proof copy because right. Yeah, you, uh, you can at least catch it in in ahead in of that. time. Yeah, ahead of time. It can be hard to format a book yourself. It there's, is. There's Especially a lot that goes when you don't know anything about it, mm -hmm. you know, and you're just learning as you go anyway. So, right. So that, that was good. So um, what you now you've published it as an ebook and a paperback. Yes. So how did you decide on the cost of the book? And uh, have you, is there a range of? I did a little research um, and, you know, discussed with the team and everybody agreed. We came up with a range of prices based on what we saw for other anthologies out there okay. and based on the size of the book oh, okay. um, and something that was reasonable. Sure. We weren't, you know, publishing this with the aggressive idea that, oh, you know, we'll sell millions of copies and make all kinds of money. So we, we want people to buy it, but we didn't want to price it too low. You didn't want to give it away. Yeah, either. we didn't want to give it away. And, yeah. and it undervalues not only us on the anthology team, but all the authors who work so hard on their stories. Sure, that's a great idea. So, yeah, yeah. So that's great. So you decided. Uh, now, did you have an editor too, or was it just yourselves? That we did the we com we joined forces as an editing team. So we had one person edit, and then we had a final edit, and then we did you know a final proofreading copy at the end. And okay. once we had what what was the finished copy we sent it back out to the authors to review their stories to make sure that there was nothing caught or missing sure. and we had a couple of things come back and we fixed that but otherwise that, you know that's, that's good so so you self-published and you uh, had a team to do the editing for you so you were able to catch a lot of stuff that right. might have gone through and then you uh, took uh, you to help to uh, design or you designed the cover mm -hmm. and uh, you had a lot of uh, 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 some help with doing that and making sure that that was all now if we wanted to um, take a look at your book and where would we find it is it on amazon.com or, yep. or kindle or the book is on amazon.com so it's a kindle book and a, an ebook and we only have it there right now we haven't published it through any other channels so we look it up we'd say under your name or under the uh, on loss is the title of the book amazon.com right. or under your name mm -hmm. erica marchant right and there's also a website um our loss anthology.com uh so before we came up with the official title we had our loss anthology um all one word 
All, all one word. Our loss anthology. Dot com, right? Dot com. And so you can find it on there. Oh, that's and deep. I'll promote it on my own website. And, and what's your website? EricaMarchant.com. Er, all one word. All Eric, one word, yeah. EricaMarchant.com. Yes. Very good. So it, it, I think, you know, you've done it. Uh, I think I've read a, quite a few of the stories, and there were a variety of, uh, of uh, ideas, all with the uh, central idea of loss. But uh, they were all different, all and they're all in very interesting, and uh, some of them are very heart-wrenching, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The team worked really hard on putting this together. Lots of late hours and conversations and meetings. and can imagine. Yes. Now, when you met online, did you have, like, a group? Uh, did you one-on-one, -on -one or did you, like, have a group meeting online, like a web webinar or something we right? we did everything through Facebook actually we created a Facebook a central group for ourselves as the business side of the anthology we also created a Facebook group for all of the authors who wanted to join and submit and then we discussed everything through messenger and messenger actually allows you to make group phone calls and so we didn't have to you know do any outside services Good. to be able to connect it was very simple oh, wow. and easy yeah. So a lot of it, though, was with text, messaging yep. back and forth, but yep. then you could also... Yeah, we had group phone calls when we really needed to, yeah. you know, brainstorm. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. I see our cameras are still working here <laughs> a little bit here. So um, I think we've sort of covered a lot of things here, so I'm not yes. too sure uh, there are any other uh, points that you want to make because uh, we're sort of running to the end of the program here or... You want to? Uh, no, well, the, thank you so much for having me on yes, this. Yes, yes. You know. Well, it's it's always uh, great to talk with you. Uh, you're always full of ideas, mm -hmm. and I like listening to you at the writers group thank meetings, you. and because mm -hmm. uh, you always have something interesting to say. So, but uh, so we well, I guess we have come to the end of the program here. Remember, this is Mark's musings. And uh, we are here at WCTV.org in Wilmington, Massachusetts. And we simultaneously broadcast on YouTube and on SoundCloud. And the program is about 20 minutes in length. And you can listen to us while you're uh, riding the bike or uh, jogging or uh, whenever you're not uh, trying to participate too much in, <laughs> in anything serious. So, you know, you can hear, <laughs> listen to us with some headphones on. And uh, so um, with that, I'd like to say uh, good night uh, to our listeners, and I'd like to thank Erica for uh, coming tonight and uh, talking with us. And I wish her luck with this uh, new book, and uh, I think it's going to be a great hit, and uh, I think people will get a lot out of it. Thank you. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. With that, we'll say goodbye. Bye-bye now.